Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. So, Mr. T, how are we? Are you all set for this weekend? I am. I'm just going to say this. Happy Father's Day for Sunday. Because you are such a good daddy. I am. I'm the daddy of all daddies. Are you now? Uh, uh. Have you got that? Oh, when did you win the award? <laughs> so, I win it every year. I get brought a mug, you know, best daddy in the world. I thought you said you were the mug. I probably am because, <laughs> you know, the, give it a couple of hours, all hell breaks this. I don't like you, daddy. Why can't I use my PlayStation? I want my phone. You don't understand me. You yeah. were never a teenager. Oh, I tell you, it's every morning. You need to go to bed earlier. Get off the technology. I'm not tired. (laughs) (laughs) And that's you. (laughs) That's me, yeah. I'm off uh, hugging Neve, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You hide with the dog. You just go out and hide with the dog, you know. Um, So what are you up to? Are you doing anything nice? Um, Or are you going to be, you know, hiding away in a dark room all by yourself? I don't know. I know usually um, because I'm up so early, I might, uh, I might get, breakfast in bed but uh, <gasps> really you know, I thought that was every day no not at all I, I'm the one who's bringing the breakfast in bed oh right okay you know but I am as a father and a dad I'm I'm trying to I suppose um, you know improve myself um, okay and I'm teaching myself Spanish at the moment Ole. using an app called Memrise a really, oh, really? brilliant app yeah you get a free trial for seven days mm-hmm. but it's uh, the different plans, you know, eight ninety nine a month, or you can pay for the year for like sixty. And I have to say, it's brilliant. You should have used that in the leaving cert. Probably, <laughs> probably should have. Unfortunately, the iPhone wasn't invented when I was doing the leaving cert. Sure, I'm sure I thought you were only twenty one. <laughs> oh, in my head, in my head, I'm twenty one. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, I am no good with languages. Uh, you see, we didn't do Irish in, in Belfast, so we, we, uh, when I came down, we didn't. You know, and then I tried to do French in school and that was a disaster. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I don't know, but my eldest is doing Chinese in, in college. I don't know how she, she must get it from my hobby, you know, like she talks wow. a lot of waffle anyway. Um, but um, I can't even order a Chinese because I'm always getting the numbers wrong. Sweet. Boom, boom. Well, I was, there you go. <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, as so, a previous guest says, that went right over my head, Emer. Really? <laughs> I'd be ringing her up and going, you know. Just go beef with black bean. You'd be laughing. Oh, really? Okay. Or just point. Well, what if you're on the phone? How can you point? I don't ring the men because I'm always afraid. I was a good oh, I'm old school, you know. Okay. I yeah. understand. Mm. Well, well, speaking of Spanish or, or Chinese, you know. Um, or a lot of waffle. Or a lot of waffle. I think you will find my joke for our digital giggle to be muy bien and fantastico. I don't know today. what that means. Very good and fantastic. Really? Yeah. I believe you. So, vamos, as they say. <laughs> vamos. Or vamos. See, I was pretending I do I do know a little bit. I can't say café con leche, por favor. Don't ask me what it means, but I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hopefully now, in honour of our guest, that she doesn't uh, up sticks and get running when she hears this joke. But, uh, Jesus. Red alert! Red alert! <laughs> yeah. So, how do you get... Emer, a group of PR consultants to smile for a photo. I am lost for words. I do not know. 
just say retainer fees. Okay. <laughs> I hope. Sorry, I hope, everybody that works at I PR. I hope our guest find that funny because it's just as, I, as our previous guest said, that went straight went right over, over my head. head. Yes, I suppose you, ha- you have to work in PR to understand that. Particular I don't joke. need PR. PR. I'm grand. Oh, yeah. oh, I shouldn't say that because you'd probably go, yes, you do. After that, you do. Yeah. Um, so anyway, all I have to say before I get shot uh, is if you find today's joke ever engaging and we'd like more of them, and they were supposed to be social media night, what, the digital giggle. I don't know where you're going with this. Um, you are in luck. You can catch today's and Philip's previous jokes, indeed, on our other shows by hopping on to the Let's Get Social podcast on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, and the Dublin Psych FM website. So do go check them out. And as I always say, scroll through the first three minutes and you'll be grand. It's the best part of the show. But yeah. down to the business end. And today, Emer, we are joined, and hopefully she is still here after that terrible PR joke. We have Caroline Downey, who is the founding director of Carried Away PR and Events. And she has worked as a highly successful sales and marketing professional for 20 years. With a degree in marketing and a further diploma in PR, Caroline followed her love for PR in 2016 when she opened Carried Away PR and Events. And since then, the business has grown from strength to strength, looking after numerous companies, creating exciting campaigns within a number of different industries from hospitality, beauty, fashion to motoring and financial. I think we need her help. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, she's Stop. laughing. She's laughing. <laughs> but that's not all this, this uh, multi-talented lady does. Uh, Caroline has been also working away on a number of well-known events throughout the West of Ireland, including Most Stylish Lady, Philip, I think she needs to talk to you there, uh, 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 during the Galway races and turning on the Christmas lights in Galway, wedding fairs, launch events, large scale conferences, the list goes on. She has a huge love for fashion. She has a degree in styling and has worked with many boutiques, including PR and social media campaigns for their stores and running in-house events. You can see her as a regular stylist on the Today Show and RTE. I do need her help. Um, So without further ado, welcome to Let's Get Social, Caroline Downey. And before we get into the main part of the show, what did you think of our social media, digital giggle, uh, PR, charmer, comedian the list goes on fantastico <laughs> I'm, laugh- I'm laughing on the inside <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. very very diplomatic isn't it it is watch this now she'll start smiling retainer fees Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> laughing laughing out loud all the way to the bike all yeah. the way to the bike so, all the way yeah the way. i wish yeah but thanks so much guys it's an absolute pleasure to be on the show uh really excited to uh to chat to you guys um so yeah i'm delighted to, to be part of it today. Super excited. Yeah, no, it's great to have you on, Caroline, because I suppose of a lot of the communication disciplines, uh, especially now with the implosion of social media, um, PR sometimes gets forgotten or people don't really mm. know. We all know what marketing is, advertising, but kind of people don't really know, you know, yeah. maybe PR or kind of the importance of the role. That's not just doing a few press releases, that there's a huge more to it than that. Um I suppose to kick it off, you know, what exactly is PR and and social media as standalone forms of communication as far as you're concerned in how you use them? 
Um, and you are correct, Philip, in what you're saying, because there is always kind of a dilution of um, marketing and PR and who does what and where PR falls into the whole marketing um, strategy. Um, and the, the saying goes, advertising is you telling your story where PR is somebody else telling your story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So PR really is deliberately delivering a message to your target audiences about your company and developing a very positive brand image for your company through a third party. Um, PR is, I suppose, again, different from other areas of marketing in that you, you, you get other people to tell your story, as I said, and it's all about the context that you've built over the years. Um, it's all about networking and it's really getting out there to, to, to meet journalists, to meet reporters. Hmm. So as I said, PR is, somebody else telling your story. Whereas you look at then social media and social media has exploded in the last couple of years. And I suppose even more so in the last year, especially with the pandemic and more people being on their computers and being at home. And social media is communicating to your audience as well and communicating to your target audiences. But this is more through you telling your own story or the business telling your own story through the creation of posts and videos and sharing information about the business where you're creating your own narrative on your social media channels, whatever social media channels it might be. Yeah, it's a very good explanation. And I suppose the, the interesting paradox, if you want to call it that, would be is that especially within social media, we're always saying as content creators, you know, getting your audience to be your best, your your mouthpiece. And there's the phrase coined, um, you know, user generated content. Mm-hmm. But to a certain extent, there's probably a link that is kind of almost like social PR. They're sort of giving you some public relation, albeit on a social channel, um, about their experience and their service. Would that be a fair point? It's sort of it's like a sort of a tangible link that kind of it's like social yeah yeah no 100 and it's funny because i've started using hashtag social pr or social media pr on my mm. own post now going forward um and it seems to be and not many people are using it just yet um because yeah. we obviously winter instagram you look for the hashtags not an awful lot of people using social media pr but they do work together and mm-hmm. you know going forward for people's um marketing campaigns your campaigns social media strategies they really need to build them all in together because yeah. social media reinforces and gives strength to your public relations to your pr mm-hmm. campaigns so if you're say for example launching a new product and you're sending out a press release to a journalist so let's say from a boutique's perspective and you're sending out a press release to the the different magazines um, and you land a press release that you're launching a new uh, shop or a new store and you you get landed in a magazine your social media then can strengthen that press release by sharing it throughout your social media platforms Mm. so then people that will go to your social media platforms go oh okay wow that person has been in the media that person has been in the magazine so they must be quite good if a journalist is talking about them. Mm-hmm. So it really, and you know, I've been on Instagram as well, where you have your um, highlight section and you'll see now where people have in the media or um, where you've seen us or as seen on. And when you pop into your highlights, you'll see snippets from, oh, they were in VIP magazine 
Horse PP magazine or Tatra yeah. magazine. And it's like, oh God, well, they've been covered in these. So you can, whereas pure in the past, you send out your press release, you're in your magazine, magazine sold, read for a month, on tables for a month, the next magazine comes out and that's kind of your press release gone out of that magazine. Whereas now with social media, forevermore, you can have your in the media section on your Instagram, if you scroll back over your um, Facebook, you'll see it there. So it gives, I suppose, the social media now really strengthens your because it gives it longevity and it gives it it gives it more noise as such out there now for people to to, to see it. Yeah, I was going to say like you know, social media is ever evolving, and you probably have seen a lot of changes with the PR um, from like you say press release, you know, the old the old style mm. and all. You know, you just had your external media uh with social media being in everybody's back pocket now um do you see a major change in how social media has changed pr oh without a doubt it has a huge profound effect on pr mm-hmm. um it has created a lot more opportunities for businesses and businesses who were not able to pay those massive retainer fees that I'm going to the bank with tomorrow. (laughs) Um, But for those businesses that are not able to pay those massive retainer fees, and we're not all massive, (laughs) just to put it out there, lad. I think I I cut it to the core there, that joke. I touched a nerve. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Still laughing inside, still laughing inside. (laughs) But um, yeah, so, so a lot of pieces in the past may not have been able to afford or may not have been able to go down the road of working with PR agency and Mm. might have been trying to do themselves in-house. Whereas now social media kind of allows them to work with PR because again, going back to your agencies and dealing with PR agencies, you mm-hmm. have your PR agency, but now you have influencers. So now you have brand ambassadors. Mm-hmm. So whereas before your PR agency would, or your PR in-house, if, you're, if you have an in-house PR, uh, a PR person who would go to the journalists, who would go to the editors, who would go to all the magazines, mm-hmm. we still have that. And that's so important. But now all of a sudden we have, you know, Mary down the street who has started posting on Instagram and she likes your clothing or she likes your service or she likes your brand or she likes your hotel mm-hmm. and she's now talking about you on her social media. So all of a sudden, social media has created new um, new nuances mm-hmm. of delivering your message. So like, she, so in other words, uh, that uh, that phrase, uh, she becomes the advocate for that business, um, because she's a real person, and you know, people uh, start to say, "Well, you know, I resonate with her." You know, that's Mary's like myself. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that goes back then to your traditional PR, because I think a lot of the time, um, individuals are are. are um, PR people might send out a press release and they send it to a wide range of inboxes, journalists, mm-hmm. and yeah. they they hope for the best that somewhere somebody will pick up their, their press release. Whereas you need to be strategic and you need to look at your audiences and you need mm-hmm. to say, okay, well, who's my target audience? What mm-hmm. do I want to say to this target audience? What is this target audience reading? And on what channels are they reading it on? So you have to have a real strategic idea of how you want to talk to your target audiences. And then it goes back now to your influencers. So what is your target audience? Who is your target audience following on Instagram? Mm-hmm. So how do I get that product or service in that influencer's hand so mm-hmm. she can tell my target audience about it? Does that make yeah. sense? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then part of that probably would also play into checking your how well that campaign is done, say through your insights, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, so that's it. Yeah, yeah. And even you know, PR in the past would have been hard enough to measure. Mm-hmm. So it is quite hard to to measure return on investment on PR um, because it's an intangible. And mm-hmm. you're again, yeah. you're sending out a press release and all you can track is, well, OK, I landed in um, five publications, whether it be mm-hmm. online or whether it be um, print, whereas yeah. with your social media like as you said with your insights, now you can go in and say, okay, well, so many mm-hmm. people liked it, so many people engaged with it. Now mm-hmm. I have an increase of followers because of that person engaging with that. Um, but in saying that as well, so if I send out a press release and I land somewhere, I will always look at my social media insights to say, okay, I landed in a particular publication and now automatically I have 50 new followers on my Instagram. So you can, mm-hmm. it, it, it changes it slightly that you can now track better your return on investment, mm-hmm. um, which is great because you can check the insights. You can check, you know, obviously people have seen it in the magazines or they've seen it in the, the newspaper at the weekend mm-hmm. or they've seen it on an online channel on, on online. And now that turns into followers and engagement on social media channels. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Philip Twyford here has been using reels lately, uh, Caroline. I've seen, yes. I've seen, and I, and I, I I'm just wondering, is that a good PR? An understatement. Is that a PR, a good PR movement for him? I wonder, you know. Uh, There's well, plenty of movement. Uh, <laughs> That's plenty of movement. Plenty yeah. of movement, yes. I do deal in crisis PR as well. If you <laughs> I might need to have a chat with you. <laughs> I was going to say, quick, give her your number. <laughs> um no, uh, and listen. reels are it's reels are great actually. And I was I was um, listening to somebody recently on their reels and talking about how reels, you know, is a great way of bringing about engagement. Now I actually haven't started reels myself. Um, mm. Philip, you're you're it's you're flying across the screen <laughs> at the I'm weekend. To, yeah, yeah. I um, put a kick into the old post there. You know, literally, but yeah, reels is really making an impact in social media. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I know from my own experience, um, it has heaped a huge amount of new engagement or followers onto my profile. Like mm. one reel that I did where I was, I think it was the one we talked about, Emer, where I was talking about uh, three tools to find kind of sort of um, engaging content, etc. Mm-hmm. Has now just gone over the 4,000 views mark. Brilliant. Um, which Brilliant. is great, you know. Um, yeah. Um, and I suppose it's very much because Instagram are putting a huge focus on Reels to try mm. and combat TikTok, etc. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if it slows down, um, but certainly does everything and everything. So definitely as a business, test Reels for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Like certainly, Caroline, you know, PR is about communicating. Social media is also about communicating. Do you see a sort of... Um, a differential between the the role of how each of those are, are used for communicating. Like, like I know myself for PR, I certainly kind of feel that if you land for your business a piece of editorial, whether it be in, a, in your local paper or a, or a national piece, that it sort of gives real kudos and efficacy and I suppose maybe professional kudos to your business. And then you're able to repeat purpose that communication into your social to further highlight like listen we are legit bum, bum, bum. it'd be interesting to get to how you kind of see it you know kind of how the differential even though they're both communication tools how how they're actually different to a certain extent i suppose the the main difference would be 
how they're communicated. So PR is more of a, a one-way communication. You're putting it out there. You're um, hoping that somebody will pick up on it. Mm. Um, you're you're getting your contacts. You're sending it out to the right contacts. You're sending it out to the to land um, in an, in a magazine or a press or whatever it is. Whereas with social media, it's a two-way conversation. So it's a two-way communication and it's more engaging. Yeah. Um, I suppose with PR, you're pitching to editors, you're pitching to reporters, whereas with social media, your posts are going directly to your end customer or your yeah. end potential customer. Mm-hmm. Um, with PR, you're encouraging you know, third parties said to tell your story, whereas with social media, you're telling your own story. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, as you're saying, one goes hand in hand with the other because your social media amplifies all the all your PR message and it makes it that more stronger. It makes it more impactful. Mm. Um, as I said, social media, you're creating your own narrative because you put up your own content on social media. Yeah. Um, so you know exactly when you're putting your your content calendar in for the month, when you're planning for your for your for your next three months and the content and all that, you know exactly what's going into your social media. But when you send out a press release, you're sending it out the way that you want a communication to your audiences, but the journalist or editor may not share the whole piece. They mm-hmm. may share um, elements of the piece. Um, they might pick up on a positive or a negative. So you really have to craft your press release. You really yeah. have to make sure that what you're putting in your press release is informative, um, that your audience is going to respond to, um, and then hope that some or all of it is used. So as I said, Social media, you put up what you want to put up. You yeah. you, you look at who's re- looking at it. You look what your target audience is. And your social media is more about, you know, telling your own story, where, again, your PR is, is really getting somebody else to tell your story. So you're really leaving it in the hands of that reporter or that editor mm-hmm. to tell the whole story. But I ask it just a, just a tangent question off that, mm-hmm. Caroline, would be, and once again, be just to get your, your opinion on this, like uh, from a strategic point, have you seen say a business, potentially they have a, a big news announcement or they've created a new product or they're launching something, a new store or whatever it might be. Um, and they drive that down, first of all, through their social channels. Maybe it's an Instagram, Facebook, etc. And there's real buzz, hype. They see huge engagement that then they kind of see, right, there's a real news item here. So use that to craft a press release plus also give the backup that this is getting a bit of virality on social. So you, Mr. or Miss um, newspaper, magazine person, you know, this is a hot story to run. Or is there a sort of a kind of do the PR first and then the social, or is it very much down to your audience and, and product? Am I making sense? Uh, yeah, absolutely. No? It's um, it's a bit of a chicken and an egg. Yeah. So... I, if, if, if there's something like, you know, you have your day-to-day activity um, mm-hmm. and you have your, your run-of-the-mill activity or um, news that you want to share and you can share that across social media. Whereas if you have something big to share and if it is the launch of a new product or the launch of a new business or um, something exciting happening within the company, I would always recommend that you, you, you pitch your story first to the journalist or to your editor of the magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, papers and online media 
sell stories and it's news stories and they want it to be um, hot off the press. Mm-hmm. So if it's somewhere else, if it's if it can be got somewhere else, they're not going to want to necessarily share it themselves because somebody else has told the story. Sure. So if it's a big story or if it's something that we really want to get out there, I would always go to my journalist or go to my editors first and go, look, guys, this is a story. Here's the pitch. Um, this is why it's relevant. And, and give them the pitch and tell them why it's relevant or um, you know, maybe there's a celebrity using that particular product at the moment, or maybe there's um, somebody that's in the media at the moment driving that particular car. So that's why they need to tell this story. Um, and then once they share it, then you can blast it out in social media. Yeah. Um, and again, I would never send out a press release to 10 different editors at any one time. Again, I have to be very strategic if I send it out to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will send it out to one editor or one journalist of a particular publication. And if they don't use it, then I go to the next and go to the next. Um, and then it comes to a point where you say, okay, it's not obviously something that anybody wants. So we'll send it out in social media. In saying that, it can happen that you put it out in social media. A journalist may not have picked up on it, but your target audience start buzzing about it. And your target audience is like, wow, this is amazing. The story is fantastic. And all of a sudden, then you get the call from the journalist saying, hey, that story you were pitching last week, can mm. I talk to X, Y, and Z about it? Um, if you wouldn't mind. And all of a sudden, then you have a backstory. Do you know right. what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. so it's, it's kind it's- of chicken and eggs. That sometimes you might think that the, the publication's audience may not be interested in it. And then it just goes viral and they're going, oh my God. And then you start getting the phone calls. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a chicken and egg one, but like that, I would always advise if it's a story you really want to get out there, always go to your journalist first, um, or go to your editor first, then share it on social media. And it could, it could work the other way for you, but yeah. I was going to say, there's a very good hashtag on Twitter called hashtag journal request. And they're always looking for really, really good stories. So, you know, um, actually talking of, of platforms, what would you say are the best platforms uh, in regard to PR to reinforce uh, a PR campaign, would it be Twitter? Would it be Instagram? I'm just thinking of maybe somebody out there that is still kind of sitting there thinking, well, I don't know any journalists and what would be my best strategy? Social media platforms are all great in their own unique ways. Mm-hmm. So it all depends on the company, the target audience, mm-hmm. um, the message you want to get out there. Um, Facebook is obviously great um, from a conversational point of view. It has the larger audience. Mm-hmm. It costs very little to get your message out there. Um, you have your call to actions on it. Yeah. So if you were, if you were um, like that for them in the motoring industry, and I'm just because I'm dealing with a client at the moment, you know, a lot of what they do is through Facebook because it's videos, it's images, it's um, points of information about the different cars, mm-hmm. it's talking about the different cars. Then in turn, then they will use Instagram because Instagram is all about, um, again, Visual. the yeah. visuals and you people are just flicking, they're buying your car, they're on Instagram, mm-hmm. they're flicking, flicking, flicking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter then. Um, I love it because that's where I engage with my journalists. Mm-hmm. So um, if you go onto Twitter and you, you're you looking for, uh, again, somebody in boutique, so you hashtag uh, motoring journalist or you look for a motoring journalist or you look for a motoring editor or you look for a mm-hmm. 
um, boutique editor. So Twitter is great for that point of view. And Twitter is also great then if you just want to do a quick message, get something out there. Um, yeah. And the journal request is obviously on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So if, again, if you hashtag journal request, now it's not just Ireland request that comes up on journal request. So you might yeah. be trailing a good bit. Um, mm-hmm. But there are hashtags for Ireland journal requests as well. Yeah. Um, so Twitter is great brilliant like Twitter is my place to go for engaging with the journalists Mm -hmm. and the editors Mm -hmm. and finding a lot of information about them and because journalists don't necessarily work for one particular magazine or one particular publication or print publication or online publication they might work for a couple of different ones so you can go on and you can see oh she works for x y and z and that's perfect for this particular client so I'll contact her about that you know um Right. Okay. And then are you just saying this is the organic, which is the free way of doing it? And then is it worth people's while then going down the road of sponsored posts or paid campaigns? What's your take on that? Um, I do believe in sponsored campaigns um, because it does, it's more targeted um, and you like, you know, with Facebook, you can really target individuals down to the nitty gritty nearly at this stage. Um, So it is really good for targeting campaigns. Again, if I'm running a campaign for um, a store in Galway, a boutique in Galway, um, and it's a particular age group and it's a particular um, type of clothing that they're looking for, you can really focus in on that. So Um, you could could target Mr. Twyford here, a particular age group. Yeah. Twenty one. Absolutely. We could give them a makeover, no problem. I'm saying, Caroline. Listen, I was only joking with the retainer stuff. I love that. Do you love that? I'm only joking, Philip. You're lovely. I'm going to do a real part of a car cut of a you, Caroline. Be like a flying psychic through it. That's not good PR. That's not good PR. No, no, no. no. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I would like that. So you have all those channels that you're talking to your customers and then your PR reinforces it. So to have right. somebody else say, I was in this boutique at the weekend or I was in this hotel at the weekend mm-hmm. um, and the service was absolutely amazing. So mm-hmm. to get a review um, in a publication, um, yeah. to get a review online, to get your reviews um, mm-hmm. is amazing. So Social media is re- really reinforcing what the media or what a third party is saying about you. And the third parties in the past were really just your journalists, and not just your journalists, but your journalists and your editors. Whereas mm-hmm. now you have influencers, you have different people talking about it. And it could be, you know, myself talking about a particular going out for dinner tonight. And I had tomorrow I post a nice photo of my dinner and it was lovely and it was fantastic. And then somebody else sees it and they book dinner. So mm-hmm. I'm I now am doing PR for that restaurant that I went for dinner for. You know, yeah, to myself. So <laughs> that's really, I suppose, how social media has changed PR in that we all now have become um, reviewers and we all have become, um, you know, nearly journalists where we can put up a nice post about something and people read it. And then it's 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 really just giving it strength to the brand. Um, and it's all about trust as well. Like PR really is about trust and the authenticity authenticity of a brand authenticity. got it out there eventually <laughs> I can't um, even spell it authenticity <laughs> you got it. Um, mm. of a um, brand yeah like, like tell me this Caroline because I'm sure there, be, there will be businesses and potentially entrepreneurs listening today that will ask the question well you know is there an actual need for a PR professional if social media managers are potentially maybe doing a lot of similar oh. work already that's a dangerous question, Philip. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, retainer, Caroline. Retainer. <laughs> What's Bring the it back, girl. What's the hashtag of today's show? I'll retain you. <laughs> okay, I'll um, send you a proposal. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but no, um, I suppose it's uh, the, the question really is that kind of is to kind of say that you know someone that is a pure professional has, I suppose, will have context and understanding of how public relations fits into the the communication strategy that not necessarily a social media manager may have or is a slightly different. So I suppose it's just to kind of get your your feel on whether that there is a, a sort of a, there is a need for both because they are very different. They are synergistic. But I would say so, yeah. There is a need for both. Mm. There absolutely is a need for both because as you guys know um, more than more than lots, um, social media takes up so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, and from creating the content, from creating nice um, imagery, for creating videos, um, scheduling, it all takes so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be, have a creative mind, you're, you're researching your audiences the whole time. So social media you know, is, is all about and, and engagement then as well. So when you put up a post, you can't just walk away. You have to be there to talk to the person that's liking it or following you or ask you a question about the post that you put up. So there's so much involved in social media. And then you have the PR side of it where, again, it's coming up with creative campaigns. So, you know, we as PR um individuals are constantly coming up with campaigns that makes our customers stand out or our clients stand out from everybody else. Um, so creating a campaign, putting it out into the media, talking to the media, talking to the journalists, talking to influencers, um, creating events um, and sharing all that information to through then your social media channels as well. So they both have very different um, ways of communicating. They do it in in silo because they have to know what what PR campaigns are running so they can promote them through the social media. Um, but it's so important that the PR you have a PR and then you have social media, um, and that there is there is a difference between two. Um, and with PR as well, like it's all about building your contacts. And you know, I talk to social media um, guys all the time, and and they are on the computer, and but they wouldn't necessarily have the contacts that I have built over the years mm-hmm. um, from networking and having my little black book. If I was to lost my phone in the morning, I would just cry because I have yeah. so yeah. many contacts in there. Sorry for cutting across you there. No. I was actually just going to say that I think something that PR professionals and obviously myself and Ymir know you very well and this is something that you excel at is, is that face-to-face interpersonal communication mm-hmm. because, you know, like I work on social media, but could I ring up a, a journalist or a, a magazine or did I kind of you know, my communication skills, I believe are good, but I think someone who like yourself, who's a PR professional and has who it is to be in front of people, you know, and build that rapport fairly Mm -hmm. quickly and to be able to live and breathe the brand of their client and somehow inspire that journalist with the same vision that they Mm -hmm. want to write about it. That is a real skill. And I think that's, is a critical element that listeners need to understand that just because you see something, an article or a piece appearing in, in the paper, the hoops that may have had to be jumped through mm-hmm. and the relationships developed. 
that'd be fair to say, I think, you know, so. Yeah. And and it's, it's so true because it has been hard and I, I, I it has been so hard over the last year not being able to meet people face to face. You know, I've spent years um, going along to events, going along to, um, I remember when I actually, when I set up Carried Away, um, initially I took a week out before I did anything else. I took a week out. I did my research. I went on Twitter. I looked in magazines. I looked in newspapers. I checked out who's the editor of what magazine, who's the editor of what newspaper, what features they covered. And I put a little gift pack together for everybody. Um, And within that gift pack then, you know, I made it about because I'm obviously living in Galway, even though I look after clients um, throughout Ireland. But because I'm from Galway, I wanted to make it feel kind of a Galway feel to it. So I give passes for the Galway races, a nice bottle of wine, you know, something that's memorable Mm -hmm. that would make me stand out from other PR agencies. Um, Went along, made my appointment, met with the editors. And then the next time then when I picked up the phone to give them a call, they remembered me because of because of that face-to-face interaction. Um, And, you know, when I'm dealing with clients now, we'll we'll do media drops. So um, if I'm working with a hotel, I'll get them. I did it with a hotel in Galway. Um, They had most delicious brown bread and uh, jams and all this. So we put a little media pack together. Um, I said, the best thing to do, don't put it like, not bread in the post, but don't put your, your media drop in the post actually deliver it to the to, to your to your editor to your journalist whoever you want to make an impact to mm. um and that makes you memorable yeah. um and then when it goes then to your your pitches and your stories you have to make them memorable as well you don't just hope for the best you know your subject line has to be impactful so that wants to read into the uh, the, the the context of the email then within that you have to make it relevant to that person that you're sending it to so you need to read the following press release because it's part of what's going on in the media at the moment. It might be of interest to your readers or you do a wellness feature on a Thursday afternoon um, or the Thursday's edition. This might be of interest to you because this customer, this particular client of mine looks after wellness, you know, so you have to make it so relative and you have to make it so that the the journalist and the journalist gets so many emails every day, like the the editors get so many emails every day that you have to make it relevant you have to make accounts and you have to make it that they want to open that email. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. And then because you've built up a relationship with them, if they see your name, they're more likely to open up your email rather than open up an email or an mm. email address they've never seen before. So again, yeah. that's why um, having a pure professional like myself um, who has the context there and who's built up the context over years um, that can, you know, say, okay, do you know what? I have an angle here. I have a hook here. It's all about the hook. It's all about getting that hook in and creating yeah. a buzz and creating a story that will want that editor or journalist to to open up your email and, and share your story. Brilliant. So um, I just wanted to ask you, Caroline, you know, uh, there are two sides to a coin. Yeah. And two sides <laughs> to every story and probably two sides to every joke. But anyway, um, I was going to say when it comes to having a strategy for things that are not going well, you know, like you were mentioned earlier, a crisis management Uh, I'm a big believer of, you know, your reputation is everything. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your take on advising somebody how they could utilize social media to get themselves out of a situation? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, sometimes people, you know, people are always looking at reviews, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And you're always saying to yourself, how am I going to turn this around and make this customer happy? It goes back to and what I said already about trust and mm-hmm. about 
authentic um, and for any crisis um, you should always have a person who is your spokesperson mm. um, so if somebody needs to speak to the media if it's a big crisis and somebody needs to do a radio interview or a TV interview or give an interview for the press you should always have a spokesperson there that you are confident that can do that interview very very well mm. so before any crisis Businesses, big and small, should have a certain level of crisis management plan in place. Might be a one pager. It could be a whole dictionary or diary or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So it's just so important that you have roles assigned that if something happens straight away, you know, Caroline's there. She's going to go on camera. She's going to do that interview. So Mm -hmm. that spokesperson then will get all the information together. You need to make sure that your PR um, Mm -hmm. is in sync then with your social media team so that you're not in the middle of a crisis and a post is scheduled for something that's nice. Um, Do you know what I mean? That there's a post that's going up that has nothing got to do with the crisis Mm -hmm. and people are looking at this going, oh my God, like they're going through the the middle of this crisis at the moment, but yet Mm -hmm. they're sharing this promo about something yeah. so you need to make sure that if you do have scheduled posts or if you do if you are posting that your social media team know exactly what's happening mm-hmm. um and that they're totally in sync and the PR team are just constantly then updating the social media team so everything is aligned mm-hmm. um yeah you need to be controlled the narrative again for your crisis. So we all know social media is 24-7 and it's now. So in the past where if you had a crisis, you know, you put a press release out there mm-hmm. and it goes out to the media and they tell your story again. Whereas now you have people talking about it on Twitter and, oh my God, you see this and what's happening with that yeah. company? And, yeah. you know, so all of a sudden the story gets legs. So for a company to say nothing, you allow the legs to grow and grow and grow. So, so I would I was going to say uh, maybe a very good thing to have in place is a social media policy then. 100%. Yes. Yeah. You know, what happens if a crisis so that there is mm-hmm. like that the crisis management plan incorporates your social media team. So straight away, mm-hmm. if it's saying, OK, guys, we're in the middle of something here, something's gone down. Here's here's our strategy so that everybody knows that. And that should nearly be in your handbook that when somebody joins the business, that they know exactly what the social media strategy is for something going wrong. Um, keep the conversation going. Be honest. Be transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell your audience what's going on, because if you come across as being dishonest, people will pick up on that. And oh, then yeah. when it comes out that you've told a porky mm-hmm. you, you're the trust goes even further so it's important to be honest with your audience it's important to keep your own narrative going so mm-hmm. continue to update through your social media channels and and through your PR strategy or through your PR contacts as well mm-hmm. um but the other side of the coin then when it comes to to social media and, and crisis management you can now monitor what people are saying about you yeah because you can keep your ear to the ground, you can keep, mm-hmm. you can hear what people are saying on Twitter, so you can respond to it as mm-hmm. opposed to um, not knowing what people are saying and putting more information out there. And you may not need to even need to get as much information out there because mm-hmm. people actually don't know as much as you think that they know. So it's all about listening, monitoring the conversations, monitoring what's happening. Um, but in saying that, never have an argument on a social media platform. <laughs> Yeah. 100%. Oh well, Philip, Philip and I only have arguments here. We never argue on social media. We never air our arguments. Yeah. No, don't no. air the dirty laundry. No. Don't, but, no. But when no. I am doing my reels, I'm picturing Emer as I'm lashing those kicks around. Yeah, and he's always tagging me. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't go there. We, we won't, won't go, go there. there. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline, uh, it's it's hard to believe that our hour is nearly up. Would you believe? 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, I don't know where the time has gone, um, mm. but it has been such a fascinating insight because I think for a lot of businesses, there has Definitely. been confusion as to what really is PR. Is it just kind and of... And I, you know, I have to say, I think a lot of businesses out there could do with your services, Caroline, especially with the so. crisis management and all the, the other bits and pieces, yeah, you know? And the yeah, link with social and marketing, I think, is mm. spot on. Have you any exciting projects, Caroline, before we come to an end? Have you any exciting projects that maybe you're working on at the moment? And, and and most importantly, where would you like people to go find out more about you? Um, I have um, some lovely clients that I and I work with. Um, and one in particular is JJ Burke Car Sales. And Very they're good. a um, a large car dealership in the west of Ireland in Ballinrobe. Um, so I'm constantly working on campaigns for them from new car launches. Um, oh, that's lovely. I'd like that job. Yeah, it's just, and yeah. you know what? I, I've missed that element of it so much, having people in-house for our mm-hmm. launches. So we've yes. had to... We've had to run campaigns through PR with social media to, to mm. drive awareness mm-hmm. and all of that. So we do have product launches coming up and we have a new car. Renault are bringing out a new car in August. So that's going to be a really exciting campaign. Um, there's also a new Dacia Sandero Stepway and we just finished a beautiful video on that in mm-hmm. ProPatrick um, in Westport. Wow. So it's just been amazing to get back out doing those campaigns again. Mm. I also do, um, which is a charity that's close to my heart because I like to do some charity work as well because I just find that again with the pandemic and Mm. it's so hard for people to get funds in now but Roosevelt's Rooms is a charity very close to my heart um, Roosevelt Monroe passed away a couple of years ago, a number of years ago, and her mom and dad, Suzanne and Gary Monroe, created a charity um, in her name called Roosevelt's Rooms. Um, and for the last three years, I have um, ran an event for racing for Roosevelt. Um, the first two years were in the SCEF, um, which was amazing. And uh, we worked together on creating a, a fantastic event during race week. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, we weren't able to do it last year. So so we did an online best dress competition um, mm. for racing for Roosevelt, which is fantastic. So we're going to do the same again this year. Brilliant. Um, and that'll be taking place the week of um, the races, Goy races again, which is the last week in July. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep an eye out for racing for Roosevelt. Um, we've just a lot to, to get done for it. So, but to follow me, you can go to um, carriedawaypr.ie um, or pop over to my Instagram, just carriedawaypr and Facebook at carriedawaypr as well. So, yeah. Be Everyone, do go check her out because she's check me out. A lot going on. Yeah. A lot going she's a on. Superstar. <laughs> yeah, like this. I still think she needs your you need her services, Philip. But anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, retainer, yeah. the retainer yeah. joke. So listen, Caroline, thank you so much for joining us. Do come back and see us again. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. An absolute yes. pleasure. And I will get that reel in. I have to do a reel on behalf of uh... Get a reel in. Get a reel. Tag in. him. Tag, Tag him. Yes. A few sidekicks. And one oh. last thing, I have to say happy Father's Day to my own dad for the weekend that's Absolutely. in it. Absolutely. Yes. And to my husband yeah. Barry, who's an amazing dad to our little son Zach. So happy Father's Day. And happy Father's Day to you, Philip. Thank you so much. Yeah. And to all the fathers listening today. Out there. Happy yes, I better to say you. the same to my husband David. Yeah. <laughs> Poor David, the long-suffering David. Our hearts go out to you, David. <laughs> yeah, I know. God love him. Anyway, um, so well, I suppose 
All I have to say now is if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course on the Dublin South FM website. So please do download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And all that is left to say is I've been Philip Twy for the Curly Marketer. And I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media. And we'll see you again soon for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye. Bye.